Welcome to Dose of Support. We are an interdisciplinary show that highlights healthcare workers. We share stories and self-care in healthcare every week. I'm your host, Dr. Vanessa Casper, a nurse practitioner and a healthcare worker just like you. Remember, I'm not your healthcare provider. Our guests are not your healthcare provider, and we're not giving healthcare advice here. Seek out care from your own healthcare provider. This podcast, host, guests, and associated social media platforms are not representing an employer or organization. It's hard out there, so let's find some self-care in healthcare. Stay tuned. Well, hey, Dosies, welcome back to the huddle. This week is going to be a little bit different. We're going to have a solo self-care episode with yours truly. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time, I'm Vanessa. If you're returning, thank you so much for being a dosi. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to wrap up Nurses Week this week. And I did want to kind of like rewind a couple weeks ago. I think it was episode 44. We chatted in the beginning that I said, okay, everybody make a list of the self-care things. So if you didn't do that, take a moment or list it off in your head as we're talking because that is what we're going to get into. I told you that I would do it too and I have. So being true to my word, I'm going to go through my list with you a little bit because if you remember in that episode, Marie talked about how she organized her self-care into two different buckets. And so that's what I actually did too, thinking, okay, you know, it's going to be different depending on what I need and where I'm at for that day. And, you know, she talked about how if you have a certain problem that you need to address, a feeling, a situation, you need to know what you can do to feel better. Now, chances are you got a box of rocks for Nurses Week or you're another healthcare professional listening to this and you're like, I don't get anything for my week because these organizations are not coming to help us. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We cannot rely on these big organizations to fix our systems. We need to harness our own power and take back some of that power and feel better. We need to feel better and find our self-care in healthcare. And so that's why I thought, let's talk it through a little bit. So I, I made two lists, but it's all self-care. And like the one list is therapeutic and healing for like when I need something to feel better. And then the other list is for fulfillment and energy for when I want to move forward or feel accomplishment or feel fulfilled right? Okay. So let's go through that list first, actually. So what brings me fulfillment? I love being outside. I love it. I remember my first year as an NP, I would take my laptop and go and chart outside. Like I would finish rounding and I would take my laptop and I'm just in a situation where I can do that. And I have a hot spot and I would just sit outside and chart. And I still do that on my work from home days. And I'm in the Midwest. And so I know that you can't always just, you know, chill outside. I totally get it. No matter where you're listening from, I get that you can't get outside every day. But for me, it's something that makes me feel so good, so fulfilled, like I'm one with nature or whatever you, you know, how however hippy-dippy you want to make that, I feel very grounded 
Another thing on my list is my space needs to be, I I don't want to say that I'm like this type A, everything has to be perfectly clean or anything like that. I would say I'm a type AB. And if my space is really cluttered, that provokes anxiety for me. And so once a week, usually on the weekends, I vacuum, I pick up, I'm, I, make it so that my space is a healthy place for me and that makes me feel better. And so it's something that like I actively can do to bring energy and light and happiness and I don't have to do it very often, right? Like if I'm cleaning once a week, that's not bad. Like you don't have to go crazy. Um another thing I've talked about before is exercise. You know, a lot of our guests bring up their exercise routine and Y'all know I am no athlete. Like I I use the Fit On app, which is free, and they are not a sponsor, but they should be because I love them. And I I use their app twice a week. It ain't nothing crazy. Like I'm not like putting so much on myself where I have to get so much done. I I just aim for two heavy workouts twice a week. And I do a lot of walking at my job too. So like I I was like, okay, if I don't get a third day or a fourth day in of like walking outside or whatever, like I am walking all the time. So those two days, I just give myself and you know, sometimes and I do pre-schedule those days. But sometimes you know, your week gets away from you. You end up staying late at work. There's something wrong with your kid and you can't get your workout in. Well, because I only have this expectation of two days a week, like I can meet that. And so I think a lot of times workout and exercise doesn't work for people because they have these higher expectations that they just can't meet because life is busy. And so I kind of set myself up for success by planning for something that I can meet. And that has been, gosh, the Fit On app actually tracks like how many weeks in a row I am consistent. And I think I'm on like 38 weeks or something in a row that I've, and I that feels really good. And that gives me energy and that makes me feel better. Um, so that's on my list. And then there's a couple things on this list that... I'm not very good at. And one of them is meal planning. Now, when we have good healthy meals ready to go and it's not this stressor, like right now, I feel like we're kind of in the middle where like we try to meal plan and it's not going great. (laughs) And then we're kind of in a pickle, literally, um, where This is something where if it's planned out and done right, we feel really good, we being my family, but I also just feel really good about that. And then arts and creativity. You know, a lot of you know that the podcast has been like this creative outlet for me. So getting to sit down with you every week and create this for you, for this audience, for our community is really fulfilling for me and gives me a lot of energy. But you might not know that I love visual arts. I love painting. I like specifically like watercolor, acrylic. Like I I don't, I'm not a special expert in anything. But it's very therapeutic and a lot of people feel that way about like sculpture and, you know, all sorts of visual arts. And that is something that I don't take enough time for, but I did put on my energy fulfillment list because I really should, like I really should, you know, maybe even if it's just once a month, sit down and like draw 
or do some artwork. So that is my energy fulfillment list, things that will really make me feel like I am progressing forward in my life, things that make me feel like I am a whole person and they're not related at all to healthcare. You know, like they are just things I can do to get that self-care. So what happens when the shit hits the fan and like you have a bad shift, your patient codes, things are hard, what do you do? And this is why I made a separate list that's therapeutic and healing for me. And so what's on this list? I do yoga once or twice a week. One one of those days is usually during the week, like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Another Another time is almost always like Friday or Saturday night is when I try to, you know, I put the baby down and I actually just did some yoga tonight before recording this and I turned all the lights off and just had a candle on and I put YouTube on. Like, you guys, I don't do anything fancy. I follow yoga with Adrienne. I love her. I love all of her stuff. Um, And, you know, you can do 10 minutes of yoga. You can do 40 minutes of yoga. It doesn't have to be like this big orchestrated event, but it is something like I went in to yoga tonight with a headache and I literally like lit this candle. I had some mindfulness when I was doing that. Like when you listen to like the match or the lighter and you listen to that and then you hear the crackle of the candle, like damn, like that right there is just great. And then all the lights are dim. Like you're creating this atmosphere. Once again, my surroundings are really important to me. Then I I did 40 minutes of yoga tonight. I did. And I feel so much better. And I like my headache is so much better. And it's just I I was taking the time after I put the baby down, you know, and and so that's something in my bucket. One thing I wrote on this list was baby smiles. <laughs> And obviously this is something that like you don't plan for like it just every day I see my beautiful kid and he smiles and giggles and it's hilarious and it's fun and it gives me joy and really all the other worries in the world go away, right? And I'm sure, you know, if you're listening to this, you may have had an experience like this where like you're in this moment with this person that needs all of you and like you can't think about that patient that called you a whore. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like all the other stuff doesn't matter. And so I actually put that on this list and I know that that's like maybe not transferable to you, but another like odd thing that like I didn't think about as being self-care because I just do it every day is hot showers and skincare. Like, first of all, I know hot showers are not good for your skin. I know that they're drying, but like they're so good for your muscles, right? Like loosen everything up and wash away, rinse away all of the bullshit, (laughs) right? So hot showers, hot baths, whatever it is for you, you're probably doing that every day. I hope you are, but you're washing away the day or starting your day by cleaning your slate, right? But also loosening up your muscles and having you time. And then for me, I've gotten into skincare a lot more in my 30s because I need to, because as I age, I want to take better care of my skin. I've always been really good about that. And so this is just something that I've liked to try new products. I've liked to 
you know, try new things for my skincare. And it's just one of those things where like I'm doing it every day and I didn't realize how much I enjoy that. So you can take joy in small tasks like that, like taking a shower, putting on your serum or doing your nails or whatever it is that you do. A couple other things I put on this healing and therapeutic list was um, TV watching. Now, hold on. Don't, don't jump at me. I know that zoning out in front of a TV or on your phone is not going to solve your problems. So let's just get that out of the way. And honestly, since I've had a child, I maybe get to watch something other than Sesame Street like once or twice a week. Like literally what I've been trying to do on the weekends is throw on something that I like after the kid goes down. And so like last weekend it was Hamilton. And let me tell you, I listen to the Hamilton soundtrack like once a week at least. And like, I know all the words and it's just terrible. Right. Um, like then this weekend I threw on Handmaid's Tale. And so something that like, it's just for me that I can watch, that I can enjoy. And it doesn't erase the problems that I have in real life. Right. But having a good show that I can enjoy alone. I love my alone time. You guys know that I'm an introvert. Um, and like some of my favorite shows are shows that have happy endings or like you're like, it's always a reliable ending if that makes sense. So like a good example of that is Star Trek. Other shows are like this too, like Heartland or like, I mean, for all you 90s kids, like Full House, it was like almost always a happy ending. And so something that is like happy and uplifting is really good for me. I have found, have I also enjoyed true crime? Well, sure. What crazy ass person doesn't? But like on the reg... (laughs) I think it's good for me to like enjoy something and then like, you know, watch a couple episodes of something that will be happy or funny. And so having that on the weekends has been like super fun for me and something to look forward to. And so that's on my healing list. I also love dry, dry wine, dry red wine, not heavy. Like I am a Cabernet girl all the way. I will occasionally have white wine if it's dry (laughs) and I, I totally have a sweet tooth. So like you bring me a cookie, we're friends forever. Um, (laughs) so those are the things on my joy and healing and therapeutic list. So look at all these things that we've talked about already things that I'm doing in my everyday life. And I've said before on the show, like, I am not the self-care guru. I am, like, trying to figure out this journey with you. And as some of our guests have said, like, they make time to journal. They have a daily gratitude practice. They have, like, a weightlifting thing that they do. Like, people have all sorts of ideas. They take time to read, etc. People have all sorts of ideas. But I think what the real challenge is, once you've made your list, which hopefully by now you've made some kind of list, once you have your list, how do you operationalize it? How do you do it? How do you make it happen in your life? We're all busy, right? We're all working professionals. We all have other obligations outside of work. And so how do you make self-care part of your day? One thing that I reflected on was I'm already doing a lot of things that help me. 
right? Like I'm taking a hot shower. I'm doing skincare. And like, those are awesome things that make me feel good. And I'm already doing them. So taking a step back and acknowledging that, but also like fitting that exercise in and taking decision fatigue out of my life by doing like pre-planning when I'm going to have my shifts in a row, when I'm going to do my exercise days, when I'm going to do my yoga days. Having that pre-planned takes a lot of stress away from me and takes a lot of that decision fatigue away. You guys know I've been working on decision fatigue because I, there are days and I think I think I've always been like this, you know, what do you want to have for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to have for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to have for dinner? Like that's been my life forever. But it stems from like, I literally cannot make another decision. All I've done all day long is make decisions for other people. And in healthcare, the decisions that we make are life altering for people, can be like incredibly risky for people can be, you know what I'm saying? Like they can weigh on you heavily. It's a lot of emotional labor, a lot of mental labor. And if you're doing a certain type of healthcare work, it can be a lot of physical labor too. And so I think about that and I think about decision fatigue and how like I literally, I can't come to the end of my day and be like, "Mm, is it a yoga day or is it a workout day? Because like I, I don't have any bandwidth at the end of my day because of the type of work that I do. It's just very like in your head. And so I like to get out of my head and do something like, and know what that's going to be. And so I think a lot of us have this like decision fatigue that happens. And so I like to pre-schedule each week. And so I know I'm going to have one or two yoga days, two workout days. I know what days of the week I'm physically going in and what days I'm working from home. Like, I try to meal plan. It's not working very well. I know on the weekends I'm going to do some TV time. I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to get outdoors. Like I know that I'm going to do these certain things because I've kind of pre-scheduled it. And maybe you're one of these people that doesn't like to live by a schedule, but it really helps me to know what's coming and feel secure, I guess. And look at all the things that we've talked about. And none of these things are healthcare. None of these things have anything to do with your job. You can do them. You can operationalize this. So fitting it into your life is going to look really different for everyone. And so I wanted to call that out during this episode because now that you have a list, how are you going to make it work for you? And maybe you're already doing it. Like, you know, luckily I shower every day. Great. But... (laughs) You know, maybe you're trying to start a workout regimen. Maybe you're trying to spend more time outside. You know, how are you going to make that work for you? And then maybe pre-scheduling it and like writing down a, a weekly planner would help you. So organization, everyone has their own methods of organizing their life. But actually planning that self-care in there, that's what I want you to do. And that's what I have for you this week. My goal was for you to listen to this activity of making a list for your self-care and then organizing it in some way where you can operationalize it. I want you to feel self-care and health care. That is why we're here. And so I hope you've enjoyed this little chat. And of course, I'll be back with an interview next week. Thank you for being here. 
you can extend a dose of support even further by visiting us on Facebook, Instagram, on our website, or by giving us a rating or review. You can always support the show monetarily on patreon.com slash dose of support. Dose of support is written, organized, emails, edited, produced, published, all the things by me, Vanessa Casper, with exclusive music by John Schreier. I'm punching out this week, but I will be back in your ears next week for another Dose of Support.